This is not just a sermon, neither is it just a teaching. You're about to hear a message from God that will empower and equip you and cause you to excel in life here on earth and in eternity in heaven. Get ready for a transformation by the Word of God through His daughter, Pastor Fumi Obilana. You are welcome to church this morning, and I can assure you that, that I do have a word for you from the Lord. Amen. How many of us are excited? How many of us believe that God will speak to us today? How many of us believe that our lives will be transformed today? You may be seated. Your expectation will not be cut off, and you will not be disappointed in the name of Jesus. During, we've been running a series on prayer. And uh, last week, or the last time I ministered, we did, uh, I talked to you about prayer being what? Prayer is our hotline to heaven. This week, I want to continue. The title of my message today is Every and All, or All and Every. God wants to meet all of our needs. And God wants to bless every one of us without exception. When you turn your Bible to Matthew, the book of Matthew that we read this morning, there are three different Instances we see in the passage we read. In Matthew chapter 15, a woman came to the Lord Jesus. The Bible says in verse 22 that she came and she said, Lord, have mercy. My daughter is grievously vexed of the devil. I like, I like the um, King James Version translation. The King James says she's grievously vexed of the devil. <laughs> and when we get to verse 28, Jesus said, O woman, great is your faith. And her daughter was healed from that very hour. That's the first category of miracle we see in this very short scripture we read. The second group was Jesus departed and went to Galilee. And great multitudes. Now when the Bible talks about great multitudes, multitudes are thousands of people said great multitudes came to him, having with them the lame, the blind, the mute, and many others. And they came and, again, I like the King James Version. It says they cast them down at his feet. They cast them down. These were people, they, some of them were helpless. They carried them in. Crippled, lame, blind, deaf, mute, demon-possessed. 
They cast them at the feet of Jesus. They were carried in. They could not see. They could not talk. They could not walk. Some of them had been taken out of the ICU and brought before Jesus. And they threw them down at his feet. And Jesus healed one of them. Jesus healed ten of them. Jesus healed some of them. How many did Jesus heal? Every one of them was healed by Jesus. Jesus wants to attend to every single one of us. Some of the sicknesses were healed. Only the people who had headache received a healing. Only the people who had stomachache received a healing. Only the people who, uh, who had a cut on their finger received a healing. How many sicknesses were healed? All. The terminal sick, healed. Those written off, healed. Those incurable, healed. Those who, whose sicknesses the medical doctors could not even diagnose, healed. Those whose sicknesses were caused by demons and devils, healed. Every one of them, all sicknesses, healed. I want you to get that theology out of your mind today that there are times that God does not heal us. There are sicknesses that come to us because God wants us to be better Christians. There are things that happen to us because it is God's will. Never. Sickness, disease, oppression, affliction, torment, pain, never God's will. For this was Christ Jesus made manifest to destroy the works of who? The devil. So you know sickness is not of God. Disease is not of God. Affliction is not of God. Oppression is not of God. For this was Christ Jesus made manifest to destroy some of the work of the devil. Every work of the devil. It is the will of God to heal. No matter what stage that sickness may be. It is the will of God to heal. In fact, that reminds me of the story of a young girl who was sick, the only daughter of her parents. And the man came and ran to Jesus and said, Jesus, my daughter is dying. He knew his daughter was at the point of death. Come and heal her. And as Jesus was going, another woman came and touched the hem of his garment. And she had an issue of blood for 18 years. The Bible says she was healed. And Jesus turned around and said, who touched me? Who touched me? Who touched me? And then there was drama. There was big drama. Jairus, who had come to call him, was at his back thinking, let him hurry, let him hurry, let him hurry, let him follow me. But Jesus was in the midst of drama. Say, who touched me? Who touched me? And the woman finally said, I'm the one who touched you. And she was afraid. 
And in that process, they came to Jairus and said, Jairus, your daughter didn't make it. And Jairus, Jesus said to him, just follow me, just follow me. I'm saying to you that no matter the stage or the situation, it is God's will to help. And God will help you today. In the name of Jesus. The third thing I, I got from this passage. The Bible says that after Jesus had cast the devil out of that woman's daughter, he said, my daughter is grievously vexed of the devil. Jesus healed him. All the people with all their sicknesses and disease that came to Jesus, Jesus healed them. Then he looked at another crowd and he said, I have compassion. Turn to somebody and say, God has compassion for you. That touched me. That really touched me. He said, I have compassion. He said, these people have followed me for two, three days. He said, they have not eaten. He was not even talking about they are being sick. He was not talking about their problems. It was something as basic as they have. They are hungry. Jesus was concerned that they were hungry. Tell the other neighbor, God has compassion. God has compassion. He says, I have compassion for all these people. He said, they have continued with me. I don't want to send them away hungry. You will not go hungry today. You will not grow, go with lack today. We have a God who wants to heal all our sicknesses. Who wants to meet all our needs. He wants to touch every one of us. Every one of us. He doesn't want one of us to go without being blessed. That is why you need to use the, the weapon and the tool of prayer that God has given to us. Don't be like everybody else. When we handle our phones, our iPads, or our, our, our cars, the reason why I am not able to do all the stuff that my car can do, and like I told them in Walnut this morning, maybe I'm not pressing the right button. I didn't read the manual. The shortest way is not always the quickest way. And many times in prayer, we are looking for the, sh the shortest way. We want somebody else to do it for us. All we want to do is Call heaven's hotline. And God is saying to us, pick up the manual. Tell your neighbor, pick up the manual. Pick up the manual and read. This is the manual. 
This is the manual. If you are going to pray, you need to read this manual. When you read this manual, God is going to open your eyes. He's going to explain things to you. The Spirit of God will empower you in the place of prayer. You will begin to control nations. You will begin to control situations. You will begin to control generations. You will begin to control destinies. When you know the right prayer to hit in prayer, great things will begin to happen. Prayer can control demons flying overhead. It can control the forces of darkness marshaled against a city. It can control the powers of darkness marshaled against a nation. Prayer can control the powers of darkness marshaled against your generation. Prayer can control the powers of darkness marshaled against your destiny. <laughs> Prayer can control your place of work. It can control the CFO. <laughs> your prayer can control the CEO of your organization. Your prayer. Where you know the right buttons to press in the place of prayer, great things begin to happen. Prayer is more than God's hotline. And that is why the devil resists us in the place of prayer. The devil does not want us to pray. Whenever you set your hearts to pray, the devil begins to fight you because he knows. He understands the programming power of prayer. When you begin to use prayer the way that you should use it, it's like programming your, 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 your iPad, programming your, what do you call it, your iPhone. It's like you downloading apps and using them. When you know how to pray. And I've told you, there are many kinds of prayer. When you know how to pray, you know what to pray, you know when to pray. When you are praying the prayer of consecration, the prayer of dedication, the prayer of worship, the prayer of praise, the prayer of adoration, the prayer of agreement. When you are praying it with understanding, and you are praying without understanding, and you are praying in all kinds of tongues, when you know the buttons to hit, when you begin to program things in the place of prayer, when you begin to allow apps of prayer to be downloaded into your spirit, when you surrender yourself to God, and you open your spirit to the spirit of the living God. And it begins to download revelations and insights and understanding into you. And you begin to pray in that place of prayer. Then you begin to stop the hosts of darkness. Then God gives you the power to go to the offensive. You are no longer waiting for, for the devil to attack you before you counter-attack. You are now on the offensive. You are the one 
pushing back the gates of hell. You are pushing them back. You are taking authority in the name of Jesus. You begin to push back. You are no longer on the offensive. You are are no longer on the defensive. You are now on the offensive. You are the one that hell is seeing and hell is fleeing. You are not waiting for them. They see you. And they begin to run from you. You come on the offensive. And the power of God backs you up. (laughs) I want to talk to you this morning. Everyone here under the sound of my voice. You're on assignment. Everybody, you are on assignment. And I want to say to you, two people can have sent you on assignment. I'm on assignment. That's what I do, what I do. Sometimes when they look at me and they say, is it not Pastor Fumi? Isn't it just that woman? It's not just that woman. It's not just Pastor Fumi. I am on assignment. And therefore, he that is in me is greater. It's not just Pastor Fumi. It's all the the hosts of, of God who are with Pastor Fumi to do her assignment. So therefore, if you are on assignment, if you, if you are here, you are on assignment. And if you are on assignment by God, you need to sit up. You need to get up. There's no one here who is not on assignment. If you are here on assignment by God, this is the time for you to rise. You cannot afford to sit down. You must do what God has asked you to come and do. You need to sit up. You need to get up. You need to begin to move. You cannot be a bench woman. <laughs> and if you are an assignment by the devil, because there's no neutral person, there is no neutral person in this place. Because for this reason was Christ Jesus made manifest to destroy every work of the devil. And we are the ones he has called to destroy the work. We are the ones he has called to destroy every walk of the devil. I want you to rise this morning in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and begin to marshal the powers of heaven against all the walks of darkness. You cannot afford to sit down. You are on assignment, I have told you. I want to believe that you are all on heaven's assignment. I want to, and if there, is, there, there are one or two who are not on heaven's assignment, I pray for you today. I, I, my prayer is that you repent and God will forgive you and you will get on heaven's assignment. Use the power that
that God has given you, it is more than just saying, hey, Lord, I'm in trouble, help me. You pick up God's manual. You study the word of God. God begins to download information into you. God is looking for warriors. God is looking for generals. God is looking for those that he can send on assignments. God needs a few. He doesn't need a many. You can be one of the few that God will use. God answers prayers. God attends to every need. God wants to touch every one of us. God wants to solve all our problems. For this was Jesus manifest. This is the reason Jesus died. This is the reason why he took our pain and our suffering. And you cannot be on assignment and just sit down and let the world go by. You need to rise up. You need to sit up. You need to stand up. You need to begin to deploy the weapons of prayer. You pray all kinds of prayer. You begin to take back the gates of the kingdom of God for him. You begin to push back the hordes of darkness. You begin to put an end to the terror and the harassment of the devil. For this was Jesus made manifest to destroy the works of the devil. The word is already working in you. We hope you were blessed by this message. For more messages and information about the church, please visit us at www.rccglivingspring.org.